Hey everybody, what's going on? This is Noodling with Josh. My name is Josh, and I get to noodle with my buddy Louis Valentin. He told me how to say his last name correctly so I didn't mess it up. I got a bud, Louis Valentin, and we talk comics, comic book movies, a whole plethora of stuff. And I am stoked for you guys to listen in. If you have any thoughts, questions, concerns about any of the stuff that we're talking about, Josh the Weaver, at Josh the Weaver on any social you'd like, hit me up. Let me know how we're doing. I'm curious. I can only get better with your guys' feedback. Thank you. If you're going to be in the Michigan, Detroit area, July 10th to the 16th, hit me up. I'll be there. I'll be performing at the Detroit Yacht Club. I really just have a lot of comedian friends who get to say that. So I like it. Maybe one day. Anyways, I'll be at the Detroit Yacht Club um, for a majority of my birthday weekend sitting on the boat next to the water i am very excited to go home if you're in the area and if you want to talk to me on the podcast hang out let me know hit me up let's do it without further ado hit the theme Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Noodling with Josh. My guest today, sitting in the big purple chair, Louis, not even going to try the last name. It's it's Valentin? Valentin. Yes. So basically, like you were saying, Valentine without the E. Correct. So don't even put the Ein. Just I tin. mean, yeah, like you don't really have to put that much emphasis into it. How just, many people screw that up? Um, daily? Yeah. Uh, almost everyone. Almost everybody. Okay. It, unless you speak Spanish, then you're guaranteed to screw it up. All right, let's go all the way back. You brought up a really good point. Speak Spanish. Or, or is there Spanish in the blood? Uh, um, Where are you from? Let's start at the super beginning of your life, not okay. the history of your family. Okay. But so, where are you um, from? How did you get to Vegas? And, and how did we meet? From your point of view, I'm always curious. Okay. That's going to be an interesting story. Um, oh, okay. Really? Yes. We should have talked about this before I hit record. Oh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm always. I. You know what? That's what I'm going to start bringing up on on shows. Is uh-huh. how did we meet? Okay. And from your point of view, because okay. my point of view is always going to be, well, from my point of view, and uh-huh. I know how we met, but uh-huh. I want to see how we met from your eyes. Sure. Anyways, I. Uh, this is about you, not about okay. me. <laughs> so let's go. Where'd you come from? Why'd you end up in Vegas? Okay. And how did we meet? Okay. So uh, I was born and raised in New York City, mm-hmm. uh, in the Bronx. No way. Uh, yep. No way. Lived out. Like almost every good superhero. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yep. Foreshadowing uh, to what we're going to talk about later. Yeah. Superheroes. <laughs> um, so I lived, born and raised out there, lived out there for about 24 years, uh, moved from state to state to I got here uh, to Vegas. So, Where were you before Nevada? Uh, Texas. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Fort Worth, Texas. Yeah, I remember talking about that. that. That's where that's I lived. friends down there. Yep. I was a chef down there for three years. Where at? Um, so I was working for a private hotel uh, out there for about three years. Really? Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. I, I pursued it because I thought it would it was something that I would be like kind of passionate about. And I did it, but I wasn't totally in love with it. Okay. So, but I, you you do like being a chef? You oh, do sure. Like cooking? Yeah, I love cooking. Like, I'll naturally just, you know, if if people are like, "Hey, I'm gonna have a party," usually my first question is, "What can I bring? What can I bring? What can I do?" I've been to a couple different parties where you showed up and just made stuff. Yep. Out of what you found in the kitchen. Yep. Um, 
Tell me about the. Kitchens. You have, and I allow every one of my guests uh-huh. one plug per show. Okay. Just because I have more stuff to plug. Got it. No, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> but you, uh, you have a little restaurant you do out of your house. Tell me more about that. Why? Um. Okay. So we started. We played around with the idea of creating something who's, called. Who's we first? Oh, okay. So my my partner and I. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, we. He's a chef. He's a uh-huh. professional chef right oh, now. Oh wow. Uh, out in the strip and. Uh, we've talked about this for years. We've even seen concepts online about this thing called underground restaurants. Yeah. Basically, it's just you're running a restaurant from your home, and you don't run it like a traditional restaurant, but you basically you charge people for coming and eating your food. Yeah. Um, so we just we've been playing around with the idea for years. We entertain people. We have parties and just kind of like do's and don'ts, kind of experimenting that kind of stuff. And so we just decided this year that we were going to try it out and see so what's how it, it went. Uh, right now, it's called Chika, which is Japanese for underground. Okay. And On the nose in a roundabout way. I like it. Yeah. So, But the restaurant itself is not strictly Japanese food or yep. Asian food. Sure. We, we, we're always changing the menu around. I just saw photos of your most recent. What, what was some of the stuff? I saw... Coconut fried rice, I believe. Yeah, it was coconut coconut that rice. That was the yep. thing that literally pulled me in. That I, okay. I just I need to try. Right. But mm-hmm. tell me more about what what else is on your most recent menu? Okay, so on that menu, it's it's similar to a menu that we're going to do, uh, probably towards the end of the month. Sure. But basically, we had like steamed tilapia, some uh, uh, steamed uh, Chinese broccoli with hoisin sauce. Um, we had something called Hainanese chicken, which is basically like a cold poached chicken really? with a ginger, garlic, and scallion sauce over okay. the top. Uh, and then like a, uh, a shrimp stew. Oh man. And, um, it. yeah, it was, it was, we had it because, uh, coincidentally the person that we cooked for, it was her birthday. Yeah. We worked with her as chefs down at that private hotel Oh no! Way. and she was visiting her sister who happens to live here in Vegas. Man. Okay. That that's incredibly cool. How do we get in touch with you if you want to schedule a time at Chica? Oh, um, Not, yeah. Chica, Chica, Chica. Yeah. Wrong uh, and fastest on the wrong yeah. level. <laughs> um, you can look me up on Facebook. Yeah. It's C H I K A. Um, or you can e- email email me at chikadining at gmail.com. Fun. Cool. So, that was a good plug. Thank you that for was, that. Yeah, you kidding? That was a really good plug. I, you keep putting up photos of this amazing looking food. So keep me posted on what's next. Um, f- seafood, I- I'm a fan. I'll wait for the next menu. Mm-hmm. Tell me when you start going south of the border. Like, I mean, if we're talking Texas, mm-hmm. like... I have a feeling you guys know Mexican food. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Come on. Well, I Keep mean, me posted. So currently, we're 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 already talking about creating new menus. Yeah. Uh, probably uh, not for July, but maybe into August. Okay. Um, only because my partner has to travel overseas. Sure. Um, so once he gets back, we will start experimenting, or at least put together a menu for either. Like Mexican food. Yeah. Um, we even talked about doing Cuban. Oh, man. Okay. Um, and I'd love to kind of introduce people to what I grew up with in terms of Puerto Rican food. Dude, that'd be incredible. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, going back to, to where you came from. Okay. You country hopped. I mean, state hopped, I should say. Pretty much. And you ended up in, in Vegas. Correct. What was, was it was Zappos? Because that's where we met. Right. Was that your first job in, in Vegas? Or how long have you been here? Yes. Right. Uh, I... It, Believe it or not, last month was three years. Really? Yeah. 
June 18th is when I actually landed here in Vegas um, from Texas. Uh-huh. Uh, it took us like four days to drive from Texas to oh, here. Oh, yeah. So, oh, no, of course. I, I, I will say the only reason that I know that drive is because I did it. Again, I brought this up on a previous podcast. Uh-huh. I'm going to do a whole episode where I talk about going through um, and, oh, remind me to tell you about the, the ding on the phone. Okay. That's my fault. We have to do a shot. Okay. Man. All right. <laughs> so I'm going to come back to, to the my phone going off in okay. a second. But. Um, I, I'm going to talk about on uh, one of the episodes coming is doing the whole tour with DJ Khaled and Beyonce. Nice. Okay. Thing in, we drove. We our first stop was in. Oh man, it's going to bug me. In Texas? It wasn't Dallas. It's the other one. It was Houston. Houston. That was okay. our first. That was our first stop. Okay. We had to drive. No, was it Arlington? No, it was Houston. We had to drive from Vegas to Houston in a day. Oh my and god! That's Jason insane. Brown did it in 18 hours. I, he, I mean, that's what it like, is, really. Nonstop. Mm-hmm. He we stopped for like gas, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And he drove the entire thing. That's that's accurate. I mean, I remember when I pulled up, like doing the MapQuest stuff online. Yeah. It was about eighteen to maybe nineteen hours drive nonstop. We we did it nonstop in, in an. I RV. couldn't do it. There's no. It way. was. Oh I've done I, that I, twice I, in my life. Once with Jason going to Texas, and once with my best friend moving her from Michigan uh-huh. to Vegas. We uh-huh. did we did Michigan to Colorado in 17 hours. Oh god, nonstop. She That's drove insane. the entire way. Ugh. Yeah, I can't. But still hurts thinking about those moments. <laughs> All right, quick timeout. I forgot to explain the rules of okay. the podcast. I really only have three. Okay. Um, first rule is if we get interrupted, and by that I mean. Our producer, Robbie Robertson, who's this little terrier sitting at your feet. Um, if he shakes or, you know, gives us a little nod to take a shot, we have to take a shot. Uh, if we get interrupted by a phone or someone knocking at the door, we have to take a shot. Okay. Okay. Um, or, no, yeah, that's it. If we're interrupted, we have to take a drink. Okay. Okay. You with me on that one? Okay. Um, second rule. Second rule is I ask questions. That's kind of the point on this podcast. And if... At any point, I'm asking you something that you either don't want to answer or don't have a good answer for or just want to skip. You have to say Dean's French onion dip. That's the code word. Okay. The more we say Dean's French onion dip, the more chances that they'll hear this okay. according to the universe and the more chances that he'll want to sponsor this podcast. I dig I'm it. assuming it's just a guy named Dean who makes French onion dip in his <laughs> basement, but it's so good. Okay. And it's my absolute favorite food. I, I'm, I'm totally down okay. for that. So if you want to skip a question okay. or if it gets too personal, uh-huh. Dean's French onion dip is our safe word. Okay. Last rule, you have to retweet or share this podcast. Okay. Easy. That's totally easy. Easy peasy. Yeah. All right. We're going to pause. We're going to do our shot. We'll be right back. Okay. Okay, cool. We're back. Sorry about that. I forgot that I didn't have shot glasses next to me. So I poured um, two shots of Fernet because I my phone went off and I interrupted. I've since silenced because I don't want to do too much of this. Okay. And Louie, you've never drank Fernet before? I've never had Fernet before. Ever. I don't think so. Have you ever been to a Zappos event where Tony's just throwing those bottles at people? So, like, I've heard stories of it, yeah. but I've never actually witnessed it. Okay. And so, to me, it's always been like it's one of those urban legends that you you think it's true, but you don't. You're not a hundred percent sure. So, I, I don't know if he owns part of the company or okay. what, but he loves it. Okay. It's a San Francisco or like originated drink. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. And back from the time where Zappos was back there, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's when he picked it up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'll have him on one day to talk about like his obsession with. But so it's it's a bartender's drink. Oh. 
bartenders order it at other bars kind of you know it's like a secret handshake of sorts um the tech world has started to adopt it some but it's an herbal aperitif and what that is is is, um i was at a bar in chicago and i ate some shitty bar food my stomach just immediately was upset Mm. and i was like oh dude you guys have pepto or something back there no 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 here have a quick shot of this fernet and i was like man i've had that stuff and he's like no no no, it, it calms your stomach and it absolutely does and you ready to try? I'll try it. So give it, um, Tyler Williams says every time someone tries, this is direct from him, every time you try it, give it a good minute before you judge it. Okay. Changes flavors a lot in your mouth. Okay. Ready? All right. Cheers, bud. Cheers. It's different. Oh, oh boy. I still get tricky without making a weird noise. Hmm. Ugh, man. So I'll tell you what I what I taste. Yeah. Okay. So initial taste like, um, like licorice farts. So kind of licorice, maybe. Yeah. I almost taste kind of plum. Yeah, a little bit. Um, like a smoky plum. Like a smoky hoisin sauce. Yes. Kind of. Yes, totally. But like a lot thinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still, it's dark. It's mm-hmm. like black. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm starting to feel like it's. It's like slowly making Coming its way down. down. You can feel it go down your yeah, esophagus. Yeah, I can totally your feel it. Isn't it weird? So Isn't it weird? So, and that's what Tyler always says. Give it 60 seconds. Think okay. about it. Uh-huh. Feel it. Don't. Just, I don't dislike the aftertaste. Mm-hmm. I don't enjoy the immediate taste, but the aftertaste is fine. Sure. And they have different types. They have one of these that's really minty. Okay. It's great. Totally great. That's like my last drink before I go home. Okay. Like, or, you know, before I walk back to the hotel. A minty fernet is a wonderful nightcap because it totally clears up your stomach from any mm-hmm. garbage that you ate. Right. And it's got a little minty aftertaste. I, I, honestly, I'm like, I, I actually like it. Okay. So it's well, not we'll, like, it's not terrible. Um, well, now every time you get interrupted, we're going to have to shot a fernet. Okay. That sounds, that sounds good. <laughs> Hopefully I'll survive. Robbie. Hey, Robbie. Oh, that's another shot right there. No, I'm kidding. That was, we we have a two minute buffer because if we get too drunk, I'll forget to press record or forget to turn the mics on again. Um, So where, where were we? I was talking about, we were talking about traveling. We're talking about traveling. Right. We're talking about traveling. When my phone went off, we talked about the rules. What was I talking about before that? So we were talking about, you were asking me about like how I came to oh, yeah. Vegas. Man, okay. I am a great host, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> and okay, so I'm, I'm lucky I can still remember anything. Um, June okay. 18th. So June 19th is when we actually arrived 19th. here in Vegas. Yep. Um, and I had no job prospects whatsoever. Really? So Zappos was kind of, I was going to try to make my way into the company so it was like Zappos or bust. So when, why did you come to, was it with your partner? Was your partner? So my partner was already working out here. Oh, that makes okay? sense. And I still had my job in Texas with our own home and all that stuff. Um, and I was even like considering changing careers there. Really? So I was going okay. to move, I was going to transition from being a, a chef to being an HR. Okay. Yeah. And because uh, I felt like I would be a pretty good HR person. I, um, I think you'd be a great HR person. Thank you. Um, and so I, uh, I went through all the motions and sure. stuff, but sure. I felt that being apart would, would suck. 
Yeah. Um, and I didn't know how long it would actually take to kind of like cement a job up in Vegas right. or for him to come back to Texas. Right. Or... Exactly. Like sure. we, not to get too involved into our past lives, but there was a point in time where we, we moved from New York to New Jersey and he got a special project for the job that he was working at at the time. He was gone for four years. Oh man. And so I couldn't leave because I didn't really have the luxury of doing that. Sure. So we basically try to make it work like me traveling to him, him traveling to me when he could. Like that was our relationship for like four days. Dude. But it was hard, but we 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 pushed, you know, we pushed through it. Four days so, or four years? Four years. Years, man. That's it was rough. insane. It was yeah. Rough. I can imagine. But um, but anyways, so you moved up to Vegas. Yeah, so moving you, up to Vegas. Fingers crossed. Yep. I, I was like, I'm going to do a tour yeah. with some other people who were Zappos Potentials because they, oh, were, wow. yeah, they yeah. had the Zappos Inside program. Yep, yep I remember. Okay. And um, so we, I met up with them. We did the tour. I remember that after the tour, a couple of HR folks were waiting for us, recruiters. Um, they brought us upstairs to the cafe, yep. hung out for a little bit. Then after that, we, we they brought us upstairs to the tenth floor before there was anything or anyone. Yeah, on the it was 10th just floor. empty. Yep, yeah, I it was completely that. empty. Yep. Played catchphrase for like two hours. Oh, nice. And then after that, I was like, called it a day, and I left. I was like, I had a great time. Yeah. But this feeling of dread came over me as I was driving back home, because it dawned on me that maybe I was going through a, an interview. Yeah. But I didn't realize it. Yeah, when the HR reps took you to play catchphrase for yes. two hours, mm-hmm. you didn't click that they were trying to. It didn't you register out. to me because they. So it. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, this is this is a props to them for yeah. making it seem natural. Oh well, it, it felt like so when they brought me, then when they brought us to the cafe for the first time, just picture it like it was like a high school cafeteria. Sure. People running back and forth, uh-huh. yelling. They're laughing. They're like doing all this crazy shit. Yeah. And I'm walking in there, and I'm like. What is going on here? What That's is, what, what most people crazy. say when they go there. Right. And so, so, and then they started talking to us like natural. Like, yeah. hey, what's going on? And what do you do? And blah, blah, blah. Like, like friends. You know, half hour later, we go upstairs to the 10th floor. We start playing games. In the midst of playing all the games, they're asking questions. Sure. And they're not like, so what do you intend to do in five to 10 years? It's more like, you know, fucking, oh, you're a chef. Who are or, you? What, what do you yeah. do? Well, and, and the reason why they do that is to see how you interact with other potentials or Correct. just people normally. I realize that now, yeah. looking back at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, but again, like after that episode, when I got in the car as I'm driving home, it dawned on me and I'm like... Oh, God. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was cursing. I was acting a fool. I was really? like, oh, my God, they're never going to call me back. Never. You obviously didn't know them well enough. Of course. No, not at all. Like, not even after all the research that I did, I thought. Because immediately afterwards, I'm assuming you got called and you got you got hired. A week later yeah. after that whole thing, uh-huh. I got a call and they were like, hey, we have this spot in uh, cu- in uh, customer service. Uh, if you're interested, you can do it. And I was like, okay, if yeah. you guys think I can do it, then yeah. I'll try it. And a month went by. I did the interview and did the background check and all that. And then I get a phone call. Um, it was, what was it? July. I want to say it was like July 24th or something like sure. that. And, um, the HR recruiter was like, Hey, I'm calling to tell you that I'm sorry. Um, that unfortunately, uh, 
this will be your last free weekend because you're going to start on August 4th. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so my heart really sank. Yeah. And then I was, oh, after course. he told me what, what he told me, uh, I was confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but then I was, I had a sense of relief. Like I actually accomplished something. Yeah. Well, and they wanted you for you. They didn't want you for whatever Correct. facade you put on. Correct. So acting a fool. Right. That actually helped. Of course. Well, because that, I say acting a fool, but for me, that's just natural. No, that's the same. Yeah. How do you think I got the job there? Right. We'll have to do a whole episode where I bring in some of my favorite Zaponians. We just mm-hmm. talk about how we got hired so cool. other potentials can bring their awesome culture selves sure. into you know the mesh. But mm-hmm. um, but anyway, so it, this leads into how I met you. Yeah. All right. That's okay. exactly what so I was So I actually technically met you online, virtually. Really? Uh, through Twitter. Okay. Okay. Makes okay. sense. So during one I, of the Twitter parties. Yeah. Yeah. I used to do the tweet chats. Yep. The tweet like chats. Every two the, weeks. The, was it was it the HR ones or yeah, is it the it was ones the that H- I did for social? Um. So it was. I started out with the HR ones yep. and then I went into the ones that you were doing with social. Yeah. Like okay. giveaways. Right. And stuff exactly. Like that. Cool. Okay. And so, um, I honestly like I didn't know who you were. Yeah. And no, like as. When I got to Vegas, the first thing that popped into my mind, no lie, was like, I really want to meet this Josh guy because he's like a celebrity to me right now. That's amazing. And no way. So, seriously, yeah. Like, you and one other person, uh, to me, I, I thought you guys were like celebrities because you were like, you were literally like the face of the company to me at yeah. that point. And so... That's amazing. I really wanted to meet you guys. Like, during the tour, I really wanted to meet you guys. You guys weren't there. No way. Did, did you ask if, if we were there? Did I you? did. No and, way. But the thing was, so I guess probably because of nerves, Yeah. I couldn't remember what your last name was. Oh, man. And so I was like, it's that Josh guy. And and he's like always on Twitter and stuff. And they were like, well, we have like three or four Joshes that mm-hmm. do the Twitter stuff. And I was like. That's inaccurate. It's just me. Well, there was another. Well, because I was following other people. Oh, on Twitter okay. that worked at Zappos. Yep. Um, that were also named Josh, uh, Joshua. Okay. And so, like, then, then of course, again, the nerves got the best of me, so I didn't really know That's like, amazing. who it was. And so, like, I really wanted to try to describe you without sounding uh, creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Stalkerish, thank you. And so, um, yeah, so- it just, it just kind of, that way. So only one other time in my life has someone said, like, I've wanted to meet you because you're a celebrity. Like, only once, and that's when I was running the Zappo Snapchat. Uh-huh. And there were times where people would, like, respond and say hi. And there were people that I got to know mm-hmm. through the Zappo Snapchat. But there was one guy who physically stopped me in the middle of San Francisco when we were getting ready for Beta Breakers. And was just like, I know you. Oh. And I was just like, oh, how? <laughs> And he's like, from Snapchat, you're Josh from Zappos on Snapchat. I was like, I am. That's amazing. I am a little terrified, but it's really cool that you could pick me out of a crowd. And he goes, no, you're... So that's the only second... How did meeting me in person, how did that live up to it? Okay, so... um, Hoping one day, knocking on all the wood in the office, I get famous. I have to make sure that this is, you know, I have a good meat story. But like no, no, like I don't have a great meat story, but I remember when I first saw you, um, because then like your 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 picture was in my mind, okay, 
And so you happened to be walking. I remember you were like in the tower yeah. on the second floor. Okay. And you happened to walk by and it like it was like the quickest of interactions. Sure. But I was like, hey. And you were like, hi. And you just kept walking. And I was like, oh, my God, he said hi to me. <laughs> like, that was, <laughs> I went home and I told my partner, I was like, I met Josh. He's like the Twitter guy on Zappos. And, oh he was, and he was like, who? And I was like, oh, don't, don't worry, worry about it. it. Just this guy. Like, this stopping. is me. This is my moment right now. So, yeah. So that's that's like. And so for the longest time, I was like, I was very intimidated. But Seriously. Me? Yeah. Yeah, what? totally. Totally, totally. You've I'm not seen lying. me before, right? Like, like no. Like, <laughs> I've gotten to know you since. Sure, sure. But before then, like, again, because in my mind, you were like this big, huge celebrity Dude, that I was like, so cool. I don't have time. Like, I couldn't, I didn't want to interrupt your time because you looked like you were busy and like you're doing all this really cool stuff. And I was like, maybe one day I'll like muster the courage to like talk to him and just like say something more than just, oh, Josh, like, you know, <laughs> just something more like hey, the, to the, connect or something. That's amazing. Anyone out there who wants to see me, if I ever look busy, just it's a trick. The faster you walk, the busier you look. That's true. <laughs> so I just walk quickly so no one stops me. No, but um, no, that's amazing. That's hilarious. Yep. So and thank that's, you. I have you boosted my ego more than I needed today. Well, I mean, it's 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 totally the truth. Like that's yeah. exa- that's exactly what. That's how I've been feeling this whole time. Like even even till now, it's like. I still feel like you're a celebrity in my God. eyes. And so like I'm I feel privileged to be like I even feel privileged to be here. What are you talking about? You're, my, you're one of my best friends in Vegas. <laughs> you're chilling in my house. Like that's not that shouldn't be as thank you. You know what what am I saying? I shouldn't knock a fan. Oh, there you go. I know of two. Okay, there I'm you moving go. on up. I am moving on up. That's how no. you build it. That's amazing. Yeah, one fan at a time. Right. I I got a notification. I've been posting all of my episodes to SoundCloud mm-hmm. just so I can get enough of a library. Sure. And once I have my logo totally fleshed out and finished, I can submit to iTunes. Mm-hmm. So it's just there for the podcasting app. But um, I like the lumberjack one though. You like the lumberjack? So I do. it's it, it, the photo's not big enough. Okay. It needs to be a giant, like, 3,000 by 3,000 photo that scales down nicely. Got it. Okay. So, it, it, it's not... I would love that photo. It's just not big enough. Um, but I've been posting everything on SoundCloud, and I got a notification last night saying, like, you got a new follower. Just, it said, SoundCloud, you have a new follower. Okay. And I just, I screenshotted that. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Two followers. Three <laughs> followers. No, but that, that's amazing. Louis, I, I remember... I remember seeing you. I don't even remember what the event was, but there are people at that company who stand out as like beacons to what a culture fit is. Mm-hmm. And there are people who are Zappos culture fits and that, and that specific company culture fits. And there are people who I think have the ability to pardon the Pokemon reference, ditto themselves into any culture and i feel like that's you Mm -hmm. i feel like you're a guy who can like mesh and mold and fit into any group Mm -hmm. and any company and and that's one thing that totally was just like dude that's a cool dude Mm -hmm. i got i got a number and then we started doing mr science theater hangouts and yeah anyways the rest is history but that's an awesome intro to who you are Mm -hmm. even though you talked about me a little too much (laughs) (laughs) but what we got to do next is we got to jump into the reason we're super here okay you and i are both comic fans totally I really wanted to get into this. I wanted to spend a lot of time talking about comic books. 
and comic movies mm-hmm. and just the world of now we should just start off with the easiest question marvel yeah. or dc uh for me marvel 100% 100% Same well 98% marvel 2% dc okay i love some of the OG DC characters, and, and I'll, I'll read anything DC. Sure. Sure. DC, Image, Miller World, love it all. But it's a, it's a distinct difference in character type. Yeah. DC versus Marvel. Yeah. And this is why I, I, I go for Marvel over it, and, and I, I want to know your thoughts on this. Um, when I, uh, I taught a class, film interpretation at Western Michigan. I was a TA, and I get to teach a couple classes. I focused on um, Iron Man. It had just come out, mm-hmm. and I presented superhero movies as the next Western. Okay. They have all the same archetypes and character plots, and like mm-hmm. you have a flawed hero who has to do something to redeem himself. Like yeah. Westerns and comic books are, are, are the same. Yeah, I can so, see that. I kept talking about that, and then I got in the difference between DC and Marvel, mm-hmm. and why I think Marvel will do better in the movies. Mm-hmm. And remember, this is Iron Man had just come out, sure, and we had only had Batman movies and a couple Superman movies up to that point. But I really, I saw Iron Man, and I was like, I think Marvel's going to do better in theaters mm-hmm. than DC ever could because it's normal people in extraordinary situations, right? Compared to gods who put on a costume to be normal. Right. And that's DC. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Because you got to think, Superman's costume isn't the red tights and and cape. It's Clark Kent. Right. That's his costume. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Hal Jordan, like Green Lantern, he is Green Lantern and his costume is he's a fighter pilot. Right. Yeah. So Marvel, it's the opposite. Where you have Spider-Man, he's a normal person. He's put in extraordinary situations and has to deal with it. Yep. So that's why I really felt that Marvel would do better mm-hmm. because people would have more to relate to. Correct. Than you know a god. Yeah. So between Marvel and DC, one of the things that is in- easily distinguishable between the two is that DC is set in a fictional universe. Yep. Or in a fictional world, mm-hmm. right? Gotham, because, Metropolis, right. Star City. They're not real places. They're not real places. I mean, technically they are now, but they're not used in that sense, yeah. right? Not, now, it's not New York City. Correct. Yeah. And we're like Spider-Man resides. Spider-Man yeah. lives out in Queens, New York. Yeah. You know, none of the, these DC superheroes really live in a city, no, per se, yeah. like New York or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They live in these fictional places. Yeah. Um, and so I think... Like you said, the realism of where the Marvel Universe characters live is what makes it so easily relatable to people like you and I. Yeah. Um, whereas DC, it's kind of a hard pill to swallow because people are like, I don't live in Star City or... Well, or- it, it's, it's not even that. It's just you don't have anything... You don't have a hook to hang your head on because right. like, there's no... I, there's no DC character that you can really say like, ooh, I want to be blank. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. So, anywho, um, who is your favorite superhero? Let's dig into the age-old question that uh, is so corny and cheesy. I, it's, I, it's a great question, I have question, so many though. answers to this. Uh-huh. So give me as many answers as you want, but you have to clarify why. Okay, so I'm going to start with my favorite character of all time. Sure. And ironically, it's not a Marvel character. That's fine. Okay. That's so his. Uh, we do a, agree though that the Marvel Universe is we we would rather live in the Marvel. Oh, universe. absolutely. Okay. Hundred percent. Right, anyways. Um. So my favorite comic book character of all time is Firestorm. Okay. So 
I absolutely see where you're coming from, but but why? Okay, so I think growing up, there were a couple of things that that Firestorm to me, uh, like it, it stood out for me, right? Mm-hmm. So first off, his look. His look was incredible. Oh, he was insane. That, right? With the yellow and the red. Right. And, like and the, the flame hair. Yep. Right? So unlike the human torch that's like covered in fire, yeah. it's just his head, yep. which kind of gave him and a cool his look. his eyes sometimes, depending on who's Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, and also the fact that there were two people yep. that combined themselves to become this one person. Yeah. And, and, and for those who aren't comic fans and that's why we're going to just skim the surface surface of comics Mm -hmm. but we'll have a deeper episode where i like brandon burpee i want to bring him in he's got a super deep comic like knowledge and if aziz is in town get him like i'm gonna have like deep combos nice but um we'll skim the surface for this one sure for non-comic listeners Mm -hmm. firestorm is a superhero who he has atomic energy he has the power of molecular rearrangement yep so basically he could change any inanimate object to anything else yes and he's made up of two different people who almost like wonder twin powers activate merge into one super being correct there's one person who acts as the physical vessel of the hero whereas the other person serves as their conscious so to speak which do you like the um the current Legends of Tomorrow on DC with Firestorm. I've watched it. I've watched it. I think the um, the two characters who they use as mm-hmm. Firestorm, mm-hmm. the physical body, that character I think can be replaced. But sure. what's his name who is the... Um, Victor I, Garber. Thank you. Mm-hmm. He is an incredible actor. Oh, yeah. Victor and Garber is He incredible. is a perfect conscious. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I kept wanting to say Kevin Klein. It's not... It's, it's Professor Stein. Thank Professor, you. Yeah, I can't even speak. Professor Martin Stein. Yep. Played by... Victor Garber. Um, so that's amazing. So Firestorm is your favorite. What would be, um, what's a superhero? Because you can't be him, unfortunately, because right. mm-hmm. you need a second. Who, who would you be if you could get powers tomorrow? Okay. So now this is where I would jump back to the Marvel Universe. Okay. Without, a, without hesitation, it would be Doctor Strange. Really? Yeah. Okay. Just understanding, like, magic and how yep. to wield it and having this greater having this sense that there's a greater purpose to fulfill yeah. other than just looking at yourself and thinking about everybody else and just being able to manipulate like different aspects of you know science and mm-hmm. magic and all this other so, stuff and 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 that's a question that I have they 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 touched on it they kept saying like magic and mysticism but at the mm-hmm. same time the ancient one doesn't always say she never says magic correct at least in the doctor strange movie it's always like there's more universes i'm helping you unlock the secret it's not technically magic like correct. hocus pocus harry potter it's mm-hmm. the ability to bend the universe and dig into it and understand it deeper i, I love that yeah exactly like yeah. i had i like when i first started getting into comic books the idea behind that just seemed kind of corny to me because it just didn't make sense because I didn't believe it. Then. Yeah, well, and Doctor Strange was a support character for the longest time. For a very long time. He was, you know, he protected the Sanctum Sanctorum. Right. And what was the name of the, was that the name of the mansion? Yeah. What was the name of his mansion? The Sanctum Sanctorum. Thank you. And that's where everyone came to gather, read mm-hmm. stuff. That's yep. where they teleport to. Yep. But like, he was always just the dude in the house. Yeah, exactly. But I'm and so, so glad that he's He out. was kind of boring at the yeah. time. Yeah. But... 
but as I grew older and got really into comic books and and just the writing, you know, yeah. people who have taken over and like written his story over and over again, oh, for they've sure. done such a great job with just evolving him from just being this guy sitting yeah. in a mansion yep. to this really ultra powerful person mm-hmm. who has the ability to manipulate forces that are all around him. Hundred percent. So, yeah. So I think. And we'll get into this when we talk about the movies because mm-hmm. we're going to talk about the the future of um, comic movies coming out. Yeah. I think that he's going to play at least in the beginning of a big part in Thor Ragnarok. Oh yeah, he factors sure. he factors huge in it. He has to because yeah. at the end of the Doctor Strange movie, mm-hmm. spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah he's spoiler sitting, alert. I know, right? The movie <laughs> came out what a year ago. Um, he's sitting down with Thor right. and he goes, "All right, let's go get your brother." Right. So. Um, yeah, yeah, that's going to be gonna the tie-in. That's going to be the tie-in. The one thing I liked about Doctor Strange that I hadn't seen before, and I'm going to say this knowing that I, I haven't read all of him or enough of him, mm-hmm. but the one moment that I loved in the movie was when his physical form was sleeping, but then his astral form was still reading yes. the book. I was mm-hmm. like, that would be so cool. It would be. And this is, okay, so I'm going to jump to my, if I could be a superhero, uh-huh. the one, and it's so funny because we're going to go jump back to DC for a second. Okay. If I could be anybody, it'd be Marvel, it'd be um, The Flash. Oh, really? So I love the thought of super speed. Okay. I love the thought of being able to like, I could just run home to Detroit and like hang out with the family for the weekend and then run back in, you know, five minutes. Okay. But like, I also love the other pieces that he has to it where like he gets to read super fast and he right. still like retains it. Mm-hmm. I would read everything. Right. I would just go to a library and just, just plow all through the it in a day. <laughs> yeah. And then like the super fast metabolism, mm-hmm. you know, we're both chunky dudes that sure. we would both love that. Right. Right. right? I'm not, I don't want to speak for you, but right. like the whole super fast metabolism. Um, I, I just, I there's something that. about like the super speed and being able to like, just zipper. I, there's something about that. that sure. Like I oh, love I the way he utilizes the speed force to like mm-hmm. vibrate. Through, anywho. Yeah. Um, my favorite to, well, I, I gotta say I've had some free time lately mm-hmm. and I've been able to pick up some, um, pick up some comics from one of my favorite heroes as a kid mm-hmm. and dig more into who he is, who he became and why I like him. And I also love plastic man. Okay. So yep. plastic man, I don't know, has the ability to like stretch and yep. form himself into whatever shape that he can imagine. Yep. But one of my favorite pieces is, um, I forget exactly what comic it, it, it's in, but Batman is talking about why he, it was like, Batman was talking about like how he trusts like no one except for Plastic Man or, or something like he was going through like the list of like how he could take down each JLA member, Justice hmm. League pe- person. Okay. And when they said who is like the scariest, I, I think that's what it was. Robin might have been asking Batman who the scariest, you know, superhero is that he would need to take down. And Batman's answer was Plastic Man. Hmm. Not even Superman. It was Plastic Man because he is immortal. His entire body is inorganic matter. Right. Like, he's never going to die. Mm-hmm. At one point, he gets broken up into, like, molecules. And I believe um, Batman's son, I think Damien, puts together, like, a super vacuum that, mm-hmm. like, finds these specific molecules and puts them back together right. a thousand years later or something. Anyways, Plastic Man, he's got so much craziness behind it. That, oh, sure. um I've picked up a bunch of comics, and I'm, I'm starting to try to... I think that'd be a really fun DC movie. Oh, yeah. I think so, too. Right. If they, if they execute it right. But they have to... I think they really, really need to focus on his origin. Yeah. Oh, Instead of, like, a, a brand guy. new movie. Yeah. He yeah. was a bad guy. 
uh, robbed banks. And now he's not really a superhero. He's no. just a guy who's super powered who like sometimes decides to be good. Right, exactly. Yeah. And and during an escape, uh he goes down an alley after he robs a bank with his crew. Yep. Uh the one of the security guards takes a shot with their gun, hits I don't know, for unknown reasons, there's a a barrel of toxic chemicals out in the back (laughs) and he gets sprayed with the chemicals and that's how he becomes plastic Plastic man. man. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So uh, if they focus on that, if they do like a kind of like a, like a boardwalk empire type of feel to it, I think that movie would be awesome. You know, what's really funny is I saw a photo years ago that I actually saved and stuck with me. If I ever created a plastic man, like, script like movie uh-huh. the first if i could send it to any actor the first person i'd send it to is johnny knoxville nice i think he would be a great that is a great pick great yeah plastic yeah. man i could totally see that totally tongue-in-cheek he can be serious he can be weird anyways yeah we, we're, we're going really far down the dc path even though we're marvel <laughs> dudes um i also i picked up a ton of moon knight yes moon knight is an awesome character for those who don't know the, the easiest way for me to describe moon knight is marvel's answer to batman with split personality disorder. Yep. That's not to say accurate. that Batman doesn't have split personality disorder. He does at some point. But but, but Moon Knight, uh, at least the is. writers for Moon Knight, they, they do a better job, I think, yeah. in kind of uh, letting the readers know what it's like to have that. Yeah, where they're literally different characters mm-hmm. like that show up. Um, the Bendis uh, arc that I just finished, he has three different voices that manifest themselves as right. Captain America, Spider-Man, and Wolverine. Mm-hmm each with very different voices as they would and they like show it's really funny watching like them describe split personality disorder right. through a comic mm-hmm. but i've really dug into that and funny enough i actually named my car that yep i saw license that. plate which i love Thank you. <laughs> that's how i found it oh perfect <laughs> <laughs> but um speaking of movies and, and favorite superheroes you wrote a list yes i did and it's somewhere a list uh, of, of future superhero movies coming up. I have oh, there it is. I was sitting right on it. Got okay. it, got it, got it. So yeah, so I wrote down a list of movies that are coming out soon. Um, the most you know most people probably know about them, but um, maybe maybe there are people that don't know about yeah. it, and so let's, um, let's run through it. Can okay, I, can I uh, take a peek really quick? Sure, I, if you can understand my chicken scratch. Oh, for sure. Well, let's let's start really quick uh-huh. with. What just came out? What do you think of Wonder Woman? So, I have to say honestly, um, yeah. Wonder uh, Woman was probably the best DC movie in terms of the current DC universe path that they're taking um, to to have been made so far. Agreed, um, wholeheartedly. It, it it had a good amount of humor. It also had a good amount of seriousness. Yeah. Um, but humor provided by Chris Pine. Yes. Which is perfect because Wonder Woman, she's not funny. No, not but at all. But like adding that much needed, like I'm not, it's not even comic relief, but right. just, you know, humor Yeah, relief. he wasn't comic relief at all. It was, but it was great. Yeah. They struck this weird line between like doe-eyed Bambi in a new world right. plus she's going to wreck your day. Right, exactly. Like, and it was... And I feel like with all of the other DC films that have been made prior to that, yeah. to kind of incorporate it into this universe, I feel that um, they just focus too heavily on like being su- super serious. Yeah. Oh, sure. Um, and no pun intended, but no. um, you know they need a little levity. 
Yeah. Which is why the Marvel movies work so great. So much. I don't want to say better, but mm. they've historically been better than DC so yep, far. Absolutely. Just when it comes to box office. Yep. I, I The other thing that I really, really enjoyed is Gal Gadot is, is she's not a big chick. She's, no. I mean, she's slender. She's very, very fit. Yep. But I... The magic behind making every one of her blows looks like it landed, and right. like giving, I she doesn't have a tiny frame. She's not a skinny chick, mm-hmm. but she she's fit. Yeah. she's athletic. She's not big like Superman or Batman. No. But they made it look like her like when her punches landed, they landed. Right, and it was really like that was the one thing I was nervous about. Mm-hmm. It was just like how are they gonna make this up? Oh, oh drink. shot time. All right, <laughs> we'll be right back. I'll go pour another shot. Oh, man, those shots. <laughs> All right, we're back. Sorry. Like I said, I love Fernet, but I can never drink it without making that voice. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, man, every time. Um, but, yeah, that was the one thing I was nervous about with Wonder Woman is mm-hmm. them, ma- them not being able to make it, as ridiculous as it sounds, look realistic. <laughs> right, exactly. But I, I think they did a great job. I, I think they did, too. I think they did, too. And, and I have to give it props because, again... It, it 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 is so far the 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 best DC film that they've made with the plan that they're trying to implement, kind of like what Marvel is trying to do with the Avengers. So, yeah. All right. I, well, I saw your piece of paper. Okay. Let's run through this list super quick. Okay. And then we'll come back and we'll point out some more favorites. Okay. So, coming up next, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yep. That's next. And weekend. by next, I mean literally in six days. It's yep. July first. Yep. Comes out July seventh. Um, and then we have Thor Ragnarok in November. Yep. Which I am incredibly excited for. Looking forward to that one too. Justice League, Deadpool, Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War Part 1. So excited for that. Man, that's going to be I crazy. I'm like counting the days for that one. Uh, and then we have X-Men. Yeah, so um, there's this untitled X-Men film that supposedly is going to be released this day. That So uh, without being incredibly negative... Um, Fox has the rights, still has the rights to the X Men, yeah, and basically mutants in general. Yep. And well, it, that's why D or that's why uh, Marvel is leaned so heavily on Inhumans, correct? Because they can't use mutants. They, they can't use mutants, and their stories are somewhat parallel to each other. Yeah. They're yeah. both people that are born with yeah. these. Uh, powers. The only difference is that the Inhumans require a Terrigen Mist to release their powers. Yeah, they, like whereas the trigger. mutants, yeah, exactly. Whereas the mutants are like born with it. Born with it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So, so now so, they have this project coming up. It concerns me that it doesn't have a name okay. and that they're planning to release it next year. Next year, really? Yeah. That's. It concerns me because there are other films on this list that have release dates. In the future, but at least they have a title. Oh, but this one, I, I'm, I'm pulling up IMDb. Okay. It looks like it might have a title. Uh, X-Men The New Mutants. The story of the New Mutants, a team of heroes comprised of the first graduates from Charles, Charles Xavier School. Interesting. Haven't we already seen that? Well, there would be first a difference. Class? First class is different, but it would probably be along the same lines. Huh. All right. The New Mutants and the, the first class are two separate storyline all right we'll, we'll 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 come back to that we still got a couple more ant-man and wasp yep man also looking forward huh. to that. i i i, I want to talk about ant-man in a second but I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish this list venom yep mixed feelings mm-hmm. i guess the bad guy is gonna be carnage in, the, uh, in that film is what's been like probably. hinted and yeah. teased mm-hmm. but how are you gonna have a venom movie without spider-man 
Right. We'll, we'll come back to that thought. Mm-hmm. Um, Aquaman, I got to say, so, so excited. Jason Momoa looks incredible as Aquaman. Totally different direction than I would have taken it, but I love it. Love it. Um, I can see that you don't agree by that look, <laughs> which means we're going to come back and talk about that. Um, Captain Marvel. I saw a super shaky, grainy release of the footage that okay. they released, and it looks insane. Yeah. they. I, I think they did a great job. So I think they did a great job with getting uh, Brie Larson to oh, play Captain Marvel. Yeah. But I really, really would have preferred uh, Katie Sakoff. I, I think she would have been an incredible Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that she has enough and, and totally hit me in the nuts for, for saying this. I think they got Brie Larson and I think they're doing, uh, at least from the scene that I saw. Did, did you see what I'm talking about? The scene? No, I haven't seen it. So the scene has Captain Marvel and it literally starts with her just in her bra and panties. Okay. And she has the ability to like morph into her suit. Yeah. And it starts in that. She stands on the platform. She morphs in the suit and she gets dropped. And it, it, we thought she was in a room, but it looks like she's in one of the helicarriers. Mm-hmm. And she goes around shooting stuff with stuff out of her fists. Mm-hmm. The fact that they strayed and they, they stayed so long on the whole, like, you know, panty butt of Brie Larson, I, I think this is their, like, we don't have enough sex appeal in Marvel. Mm. We have two attractive female characters, and mm-hmm. now we're going to have one that's just, like, hot. Right. And we I can't can, do Power Girl, yeah, because that's DC. But Correct. like, we can't go like that far, right? With all the sexual, we need like a badass and I, I think Marvel, sexy, yeah. So I think this is their version of it. We'll we'll, we'll come back and talk yeah. about that. But the other two, Shazam, mm-hmm. has the Rock been confirmed yet? Is Black Adam? Yes, he is. Yes, he's been talking about it now for years. He's totally okay. a lock for that. A hundred percent lock. Mm-hmm. Good. And then the last one, uh, Avengers: Infinity War Part Two. Correct. Um, Let's 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 do this list backwards, okay? Because we're gonna have less to talk about about the stuff farther away because we don't sure. know a whole lot, and then we'll talk about some of the more important stuff coming up soon. But um, the Rock in Shazam, right? For those who don't know, Shazam, Billy Badson, he's a kid who gets the power of the gods, Greek gods, um, Roman gods, they're or just gods. A, they're just gods. Just a, the mix yeah, of gods. There is a mix. They're both Greek yeah. and Roman. But they're kind of based on the seven deadly sins yes. of sorts. Anyways, so Black Adam is the is his nemesis. Correct. Who do you think would be a good Shazam? I <sighs> do you watch and did you ever watch um, Blue Mountain State? Yes. Thad Castle. That's Alan a, Alan yeah. Rickson. Okay. I think he would be an incredible Shazam. That wow! Now thinking of it, that he, would be a good. That would right? be a good choice. He's a big dude. Uh-huh. He could go toe to toe with the Rock, and it would look believable. Sure, he's you know big dude. He is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, we both saw Blue Mountain State, where he plays a very aloof, like what running back or wide receiver. Much, yeah, yeah. yeah, where he'd like put just it's ridiculous character. Mm-hmm. And Shazam is a thirteen year old who gets to Shazam himself into a god's body, right? So he's got to have the ability to play a 13-year-old right. stuck in a god's butt. So I think he'd be perfect. Yeah, I think so, too. I, n- I didn't even think about him. I know, right? But It's it that undercover choice sense. where he would be the amazing Shazam. Sure, absolutely. They would have to, they would really, they'd be dumb not to go after somebody like that. Yeah, and it has to be someone, they already have the name. Yeah. They already have enough of, like, of a name, like, Dwayne Johnson's going to put butts in seats. Sure. So I think they can take a risk on getting a character who would like have fun with it. Oh yeah, 
Oh, totally. I think Alan Richardson would be and I think, incredible. Yeah, I think he would totally have fun with it. He'd play it kind of serious, but knowing that he's still technically a 13-year-old kid, he probably would play like this awkward kind of teenager. Oh, he could kill it. Uh, as looking like an adult. Yeah. What would a 13-year-old do if he had the ability to fly and see through shit? Like, yeah, that's like every kid's he, he'd dream, He'd be a basically. goofy... Yeah. yeah. A goofy who'd have to grow up really quick. I yeah, think he could pull absolutely. it off. Absolutely. All right, going backwards, we talked about Captain Marvel for a second. Yep. Brie Larson is the perfect choice. Yep. I think they'll find a way. Marvel's really good at listening to its its universe, mm-hmm. and by that I mean like the people who are reading it. Sure. Knowing that that many people wanted Katie Saka, I I, I bet they're gonna work her in somehow. I would hope so because it'd be it'd be kind of a crime not to include her, only because maybe not she, in the Captain Marvel movies, but right. Somehow, in in some way, shape, or form, yeah. because she was so great uh, in Battlestar Galactica yep. the remake, yep. and. Oh, excuse me. Um, she definitely like had this strong presence oh, where sure. you wanted to see her in yeah. every episode. Yes. Um, and even like in the failed um, Bionic Woman TV show, still she still stood out. It was great. The show yeah. sucked, but she was awesome. Yeah. So hundred percent agree. So she'll. I, I have a funny feeling she'll fit in somewhere. Oh, sure. You, yeah. you know what would be interesting, and, and and this is a super stretch. Mm-hmm. I think that that'd be an interesting. She'd be an interesting She-Hulk. I could see that. Yeah, I could totally see that. They, yeah. They'd have to do some CGI to give her like the insane muscles that She-Hulk can. Hey, like, but they into. did it to Mark Ruffalo, so Seriously. I'm sure they could do it for her. So I, I think that she would be like, she'd break because She-Hulk is she's not like a mindless maniac. She's just a no. super buff green chick. Yeah, she's super smart. Yeah, she's a she's a she's a lawyer, right? She's an attorney. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, she will at least in the current iteration. She's, it's kind of funny because she's like, she's an attorney who defends both heroes and villains, uh, both on Earth and outside of Earth, which is kind of ridiculous. Okay, so Louie and I are saying right now, Katie Sackhoff should be a She-Hulk. Absolutely. I totally 100% agree with that. Right? Isn't that good? So I would totally pay to see that movie right now. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. This would be the funniest way if it was like She-Hulk attorney at law. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. And then the whole movie is like us seeing like B and C level villains and heroes. Well, and that's what her comic book is like, too. It's incredible. These ridiculous villains. Most of the time, it's just ridiculous poor villains that are like, you're like, oh, my God, this is terrible. But (laughs) she like she defends them against like. Maybe wrongful death suits. Oh man, um, really? Yeah, like mistaken identity, which oh happens a lot. Do you um, have any of these? Can I borrow I do. some yeah, of these? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh absolutely. Man. Yeah, the best one that that I, that I, I remember the one story that I read that was actually really good. This happened uh, on the moon. Okay. And um, I'm trying to remember right off the top of my head who it was that she was trying to defend, but she was arguing. Uh, I think she was the defense for somebody. But she was arguing her case, and you probably know who this is, mm-hmm. against the Living Tribunal. Okay, yeah. And, like, the Living Tribunal is, like, the second to most powerful being, being. in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, yes. Um, and, and it was comical. That's amazing. She is, like, in her blazer and miniskirt with her suitcase. All green. All green. Talking to the Living Tribunal. Talking to the Living Tribunal. Wow. And he's just there watching her present these oral arguments. And I'm like... How is this even possible? This it was is hysterical. I lo- comic book, I love that comic books can go as yeah. far as they need to. Mm-hmm. This is incredible. All right, we're go- we're going backwards. We're gonna hit um, so Aquaman next year comes <laughs> yes. out. Yeah, 
So we we don't agree on Jason Momoa. Uh, okay, so look me right in my eyes and tell me that he doesn't get you a little aqua wet. Okay, so like, now, okay, so he is the perfect so, specimen. Okay, well, yeah. Okay, so present. Your I case. think okay. So uh, uh, physically, I think he looks fine. Um, fine, like like he fine. <laughs> fine. Let me explain. <laughs> Let me explain. So he is absolutely fine. Are, so so they took the. Uh, version of Aquaman that yep. was out, I want to say, late 90s, early 2000s, sure. where they really, like, Peter David did an incredible job of, like, taking Aquaman and turning him to a, from a joke Isn't to the serious, ass. yeah, king of the sea. They completely, yeah. like, fucked up his life. Pardon yeah. my French. Um, no, it's fine. It's my podcast. You can swear all you want. Okay. So they completely ruined his life. And so, you know, he lost his left hand. Uh, His hair grew out. He had a mustache and goatee and all that. And he became this kind of really badass looking, um, like, gladiator type almost, right? Oh, yeah. And so a lot of people were like, wow, you never thought Aquaman could be this badass character. Well, he's – and for those who aren't, like, you know – those Living who are under a rock. Yeah. Well, no, 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 not even that. Those who aren't comic focused, Aquaman. He he's like muscle wise, toe to toe against Superman. Yes, absolutely. He has super strength. Correct. He can basically fly through water. It, yes. It looks like flying. Yes. Where he has the ability to like super speed through water. Right. He can talk to fish, but that's a side piece. Right. That's just like an add on. Well, see, that's where that's where. Peter David turned that around, right? Because really? the whole joke, the whole joke to Aquaman was like, "Oh, he has the power to talk to fish." Yeah. The way Peter David explains it is that he has the ability to alter the minds of sea life. Yeah. Okay. That sounds much better than just talking to fish. It, it really does. Right? And so now we're talking about sea life. Mm-hmm. That means from the guppy oh, yeah. to seahorse, right? Yeah. Anything. To fucking the kraken. Yeah. That's been dormant for thousands and thousands of yep. years, you know. So I think in that respect, they made they gave the character some some more chutzpah, if you yeah. will, um, and turned him into this serious contender for sure that could have his own film. So why can't Jason Momoa be Aquaman? No, it's my beef is not against Jason Momoa. Okay, I think he all would right, be fine. Everybody, just, Google a photo of him right I now. Just he is think, yummy. See, uh, oh god. Okay, so again, I'm gonna try to make this as quick as possible. If your but, response is that he's not blonde, I'm gonna throw you out of the. That street. has nothing to do with it. Okay, no, thank you. That's nothing to do with it. But <laughs> the problem that I have in general with DC is that they've gone ahead, and especially now with this is why the Justice League movie it concerns me. Oh man, um, is we're that, gonna talk about that in a second. Yeah, they they're bringing they're introducing all these characters first without explaining who they are. I yeah. They're and doing so, a really weird thing where they're hoping that you're going to at least historically know right. who they are. And and it's great for the fans, but for the average movie theater goer mm-hmm. or somebody who has an awareness of who these characters sure. are, they're going to be a little confused. Well, do you think that this movie's going to help? Like, I mean, because Justice League comes out 11, 17, 18, mm-hmm. or, you know, this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Aquaman comes out December 21st next year. Correct. So do you think that they're going to have, I mean, what else is between Justice League and, and we have Aquaman? That's it. Oh, that like, is it. That's it. There's, like, there's, there's no, no other DC movies in no. the meantime? No. A full year. Mm-hmm. 
And that's what, what concerns me is that they're introducing all these characters, huh. but then it's like, okay, well, here's their origin movie later. And I think that's why Batman versus Superman didn't do so well um, because I think everybody like was like, okay, we've had enough origins about Batman and Superman. We get it. You know, they both have parents named Martha and blah, blah, blah. But you suddenly throw Wonder Woman into the mix. Yeah. Right? Now... Again, it, it was weird that they had her origin movie after her intro. Right. Um, because now they had, if you if you remember the movie, they kind of had to explain. Where she came from. Where she came from. Which is, I mean, we're going to have a whole montage of Bruce Wayne and Batman going to get all these other heroes. Right. Do, do you think that's like, do you remember Suicide Squad where like the first half of the movie was just like five mini backstories? Yes. And then it, the whole second act was yeah. like, then they got together. Right. Do you think that this is going to follow the same thing? The, no. The, the Justice League? No. You, know, you think it's going to be just like their buddies together and the whole movie is going to be them together? What I feel is going to happen is it's going to be like Batman's version of Where's Waldo. Okay. Right? So he's going to travel all over the globe yeah. in this short amount of time, right? Which will be an hour and 45 minutes, going around looking for all these people. And then yeah. the last 30 minutes, they're going to face the bad, the, the big bad who I hope, I really hope it is not Apocalypse, but I feel like that's what they're going to do. You think it's going to be Apocalypse? Yes. So I I have a funny feeling. I think it's going to be Superman. Really? I think that the bad guy in Justice League is Superman. Um, okay. We're going to come back to that thought. Okay. I love that thought. We're going to keep going in reverse chronological order. Okay. So Aquaman, we're on the fence for. Right. We're both optimistic. Like, I'm optimistic. I hope that it does well, but just the track record has not been good. It's cool though that they like they've already. I, I think I read and I'll maybe do some IMDb search and I'll confirm this later. But Black Manta, I think is going to be in the Aquaman. Yes, Mira, Mira. Yeah, Mira is definitely she's in it sure because is. she's going to be in the Justice League movie too. Yeah, yes, that's so. right. By Amber Head. Heard. Yeah, mm-hmm. Heard? Heard. Heard. Thank you. God, I'm bad at last names. <laughs> um, all right, so going backwards, so Venom. We've seen Venom once before in Spider-Man Three. Yes. Four with Tobey Maguire mm-hmm. and played by Topher Grace, yep. which immediately turned me off. I, a lot of people say that Spider-Man 3's biggest issue is too many villains. I, yeah. I was fine with it. Mm-hmm. I love seeing villains. I love seeing them team up against one superhero. Mm-hmm. My issue with that was that Topher Grace was supposed to be a bad guy. Yes. Like, the dude is one-third my body weight. <laughs> and he's supposed to be Venom. So that was the first thing where well, I was I agree like, with you on that because even in the comic books, uh, his character, Eddie Brock, is kind of like this tall, kind of stocky-looking guy. Well, wasn't uh, he an astronaut too? Um, who, who am I thinking of? You're probably, su- th- you're probably thinking of um, J. Jonah Jameson's son. That's right. Who Doesn't he become Carnage or something because of an alien? Or doesn't he become Venom for a second? No. Um, I don't know what I'm thinking. Well, he becomes he does become Venom for like two like briefly. Yeah. For like the briefest of seconds before he moves on to Eddie. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Venom, bad guys in me, Carnage mm-hmm. is a Spider-Man supervillain mm-hmm. without Spider-Man. So, I know that Venom is not technically a bad guy, but at the right, same time, an he is an anti-hero. Mm-hmm. I am. Do you have any idea how this is going to play out? Do you have any thoughts? And you can say I Dean's don't. French onion dip if, if we should no. skip this one because this is going to be an interesting one. Right. Um, I don't know what they have planned for it. Um, you, you know who's playing Venom though, right? It's it, it, uh, what's his name? Um, 
Hunka Hunka Tom Hardy. Oh, Tom Hardy, right. Why was playing Eddie Brock. That's Eddie Brock. The other one. Yeah, so like physically, Tom Hardy, yes, definitely yes. would play the part really well. Which, by the way, we're talking comics all day, but my pick of this episode, if you guys haven't seen the movie Bronson, it's on Netflix. It's Tom Hardy's, probably his best flick. He gets full frontal naked, too, if you're into that. Like, it is a great, great movie. Have you seen Bronson? Not yet. Okay, it's wonderful. It's on Netflix. It's about this um, inmate who becomes incredibly famous for being incredibly violent. Okay. But, like, he's also, like, a vaudevillian style. Like, he knows that he's a bad guy. Mm -hmm. Bronson, it's really, really good. Tom Hardy is incredible in it. Anywho. I will check it out. As Venom, that's enough to get my butt in the seat, but I, I just need to know more. Right. And the thing is that... Venom as a character is bad enough, right? But Carnage was born from from Venom, but he bonded with a serial killer. Yeah. So we need somebody who's going to play like batshit crazy, take no prisoners type of character. And someone who has to play, again, remember that Tom Hardy, like Bane... Mm-hmm. He is an incredible actor, and he is a very big actor. Yes. Like he he doesn't do nuanced. Well, I I shouldn't say that. He he does do some nuance, and, and Dunkirk, at least in the trailers I've seen, yeah, mm-hmm. he, he has some nuanced movements that make him like look like someone you can be invested in. Sure. But he is really good at being a big actor, having a big presence. Mm-hmm. How are they going to top that? Like, how do you top Tom Hardy in a way that's like crazy? like serial killer maniacal carnage right i think what what they would need to do is really focus like i think what would work in the film is if they focus on that part of eddie's life where he lost his job at the bugle yeah um and he lost his girlfriend yep also to spider-man right um peter parker at one point right? yes uh felicia hardy who's the black cat yep um they broke up. He lost his job. Oh, are you um, see the black cat in Venom? Oh, I don't know, man. but that would be good. Anyways, she is a very... Is she going to be in the, in the movie? I, I have no idea. Literally on their IMDb page, it says the plot is unknown. The only person who's been credited so far is Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock. Okay. So well, we'll see. Anywho. Well, I, if I had to choose like a Carnage to play yeah. him, yeah, who, yeah, who, what I actor? would say Jackie Earl Haley. Check. Oh, okay. So Rorschach from mm-hmm. the Watchmen. Watchmen. Yep. Um, what else is he in? Well, um, he was the latest incarnation of um, Freddy Krueger in Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. So yes, that's not a good example. However, oh, he's in the Dark Tower. Ooh. Yeah. Sorry. I Continue. can't wait for that one. Um, but just recently, I saw him on a Netflix movie uh, miniseries called Birth of a Nation, and he plays a real like. You want to hate him like a real scumbag, like really? plantation owner. Really? But he's so like, he's that type of character that you hate so much. So much. But you love that you hate him so much. Oh my God. Yeah. So my my favorite uh, Jackie Earl Haley is got to be when he's Odin Kincannon in Preacher. Yes. Oh my he God. He is yes. the best bad guy where mm-hmm. he's not really a bad guy, but he is just insane. Right. And he plays that so subtly until yep. like the last couple episodes mm-hmm. where you just see how insanely evil this guy is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, 100%. He's I, in London Has Fallen. He, I'm trying to think his most, his biggest film 
was probably Watchmen. Yes. That's what got him started. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was also in RoboCop. Mm-hmm. He played a bad guy. Um, well, there was another movie that really kind of propelled him into the limelight. Uh, where, and I can't remember the name of it, but he played a child molester. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. I know exactly what you're talking about. It came out in, uh, was it Little Children? Oh, I think so. I think it was called Little Children. I think it was Little Children. That might be... Yeah, I think that might I be I think it. it might have been that one. Anyway, he was super creepy in that film. Yes. But like... Uh, I hate, I hate to even say it, but like... You're he drawn a character. In. You're drawn in yeah. because you... Are you almost for like a second feel sorry for what he's gone through? No, of but course. then you realize, oh no, he's a terrible he's person. He's a horrible person. Yeah, and and everybody, welcome to the Jackie Earl Haley podcast <laughs> hour. But no, he, I think you're absolutely right. He would be an incredible carnage. Yeah. He's not Tom Hardy's size, right? But that doesn't matter when no, he has carnage on. Mm-hmm. You have two CGI monsters going at it, right? He can just be what moves it. Yeah. So. And Carnage talks, mm-hmm. too, right? Oh, sure he does. Because he's got to have some awesome, awesome monologues. Oh, yeah. The thing is that because he's a serial killer, he's also insane. Yeah. So a good portion of the time, he's talking, right? And in the comic books, he's always talking to his victims. Yeah. Basically telling them that he's going to kill them. Yeah. And how much fun he's going to have doing it. Man. And it's like, you don't know, as you're reading it, you're like, you have to read it a couple times because you're like, uh. Is he being serious? Yeah, you're like, like this what's is he going. What's he gonna weird. do? And then he just goes for it. That's amazing. All right, so cautiously optimistic for Venom. Yes, depending on who plays Carnage. Correct. Cool. And we both believe because I 100 percent am with you. Mm-hmm. Jackie Jackie Earl Haley would be an awesome Carnage. Yep, absolutely. All right, so still going backwards. <laughs> Ant Man and Wasp. Mm-hmm. Ant Man came out two years ago. Yes. Day before my birthday, mm-hmm. and we went to go see it for my birthday. It's team building. And I have never fallen in love with a Marvel character so fast. I, I love Ant-Man. And I love um, the Scott Lang um, Ant-Man the best. Because the Hank Pym Ant-Man was kind of like a wife beater. Yeah. And like, uh, we're going to skip over the, the, the sure. bad mm-hmm. Ant-Mans. Um, oh, man. <laughs> That's another shot, guys. Shot, shot, shot. Give us two seconds. We're going to pour another shot. We'll be right back. Well, you guys didn't get to hear that last shot, so we'll let you hear this one. So, there cheers, cheers. Louis. Oh, more for that table. Ah, oh, son of a beast, <sighs> every time. Oh, I need another water. I feel like I'm adapting to this now. Yeah, you like it? I do. It's good, right? I feel like I could probably drink this the rest of the day. Louis, can I steal that water from you? Yes. I, I really need it. Oh boy, <laughs> man! I'm supposed to be the one who's into this, and okay. I'm like, I'm like, this is normal for me. So, professional drinker for X years. Well, I so my um, go-to for the past couple of days has been Death Store Gin. It's an incredible good, incredibly good gin. Ooh, I'm getting a little drunk. Uh, incredibly good gin that uh, it's made with like boysenberries and juniper berries. It, it's Ooh, crazy. It's very good. Sounds good. So this is a very different taste <laughs> from gin. Right. But anywho, um, I, yeah, like I said, I, I've never really fallen in love with a character like I did Ant Man, sure. and part of it is the Scott Lang character mm-hmm. and how lovable of like a you know a. That whole thief mm-hmm. reformed thing is mm-hmm. the other eighty percent of it is Paul Rudd. Yeah, I, I think when they at, at first, I have to be honest, when they said that Paul Rudd was going to play it, 
I thought immediately, like, oh, my God, that's, that's terrible. No way. Really? I did. Well, because, like, the typecast, sure. right? The typecast okay. syndrome. People are used to seeing him in, like, funny films. He's the Joker. Like, he's the star. Like, most people forget that he was on Friday the 13th. Like, that kind of thing, yeah. right? So, when they said he was going to be Ant-Man, I, I, I peed myself a little bit because I was like, I don't know because this might, if he makes it too funny, then people are probably not going to enjoy it. Okay. All right. I, I, I could see that if it was too funny. Right. But, but I you think know they what? did it. It was so, like they it Michael Douglas and Evangeline Lilly yeah. were the weight that that film needed to, to make it stick totally really yep um gotta think of a better way and i really like peyton the the director peyton reed yes where he let paul rudd be fun with it mm-hmm. but still like his fun had a purpose correct and it was the purpose was like protecting his own heart yep absolutely. Of, of sorts mm-hmm. anywho since we've seen he was in um he was in captain america um civil war civil war yep where he played tongue-in-cheek and we yep. finally see him get to be giant man yes which was incredible. Yes. I loved seeing that. Yep. Um, and it's funny because I knew that Giant Man was going to be in the film. Oh, for sure. Because because of Lego. No way. So. <laughs> oh. So I, for those who, who don't know, um, a lot of times the merch that will come out before a movie to help tease the movie gives away secrets. Correct. So and you so got a Lego box. So I was shopping. I was at Target one day, and I just, like, normally I love to go through the Lego store sure. area just yeah, to kind of check it out. I happened to notice that they had the brand new displays for the Marvel Universe stuff, including Civil War. And in it, I see there's Captain America, there's Falcon, and then there's Giant Man. Man. And I was like, oh, my God, Giant Man's going to be in the film. Oh, and I was like, man. Why? Like, I didn't even want to believe it, too. Like, I thought, okay, maybe they just did it because they're trying to sell toys and stuff sure. like that. But when he fucking showed up in the film and he yep. grew to the size, I was like, God damn it, Lego. Come on. You could have left that as a surprise for me. That's amazing. That's but, hilarious. Yeah. So. All right, so IMDb has Ant-Man and the Wasp. Plot unknown, but it's a follow-up to Ant-Man. Sure. So the only people that we have um, that are really keyed in, Evangeline Lilly. Yep. Incredible job. She's yep. the Wasp. Mm-hmm. Paul Rudd, Scott Lang, Obviously. Ant-Man. Yeah. Michael Pena. Okay. Yeah, he was excellent. Very great is, is Louis. A little bit on like the character side, but yep. at the same time, it's okay. Sure. You, I mean, you sometimes need a character to yeah, like, exactly. you know, round someone out. So we're going to Michael Douglas again. Um, it looks like Sharon Stone is potentially going to be Janet. So Sharon Stone, oh, uh, Janet, Janet to yeah, okay. Michael Douglas's Hank. Right. Okay. So that'd be kind of interesting. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so that's all we have so far. But I'm really, really stoked for that. Yeah, I think I, so. I, I'm really curious on what they're going to do mm-hmm. now that we saw the wasp get her wings in the sense that like we saw the costume, but right. we haven't seen her put it on yet. Not yet. But we may see it in the Avengers film. Yeah, for sure. So um, I'm really, really, and, and this is a this is a weird thing for me, but like when. You're looking at a um, an ensemble movie. One of my favorite moments in an ensemble movie is when they get the ensemble together. Yes, I agree. Like, I love the fighting. I love, like, together. But, like, the whole process of, like, just imagining Captain America calling Scott Lang on the phone. 
I mean, like, we need you. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know why that gets me every time. Right. Like, it just, like, it, like my, one of my favorite moments in Captain America Civil War is when he, they open up the van and he's just in there sleeping. Like, what yeah. time zone are we in? Right. Like, I don't know why that. I just love little moments like that. Um, but I'm super stoked for that. I mm-hmm. think Paul Rudd is going to continue to be the Avengers version of Peter Quill. Sure. I agree. And by that, I mean... He has the same lovable quality as Chris Pratt. Oh, sure. He does. And he like, also works out. And he's got an incredible yeah. body, too. Yes, so. he does. Very good. All right. So we have we have more of the list to go through. So we already talked a little bit about this X-Men new class. Right. We'll mm-hmm. keep going so we get more info. Uh, Avengers Infinity War. I cannot wait. Part one and part movie. two. They're yes. spinning it up into two parts. Yep. Um, there's We've already been chatting for about an hour and 15, so... There's so much to talk about with Infinity oh, War. Sure. We'll have you come back and we'll do a whole episode on what we think is going to happen. Oh, sure. I okay. could share the. I could share with you like the entire history of that comic book from the beginning. That's exactly what we should do. We should talk about what we've seen in the comics and then what we think are going to play parts in the film. Yep. Because we still have a lot of movies in between um, where we don't know what what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, because mm-hmm. we have in between now and the first Infinity yep. War, mm-hmm. we still have Black Panther, yep. um, Deadpool, Thor, Ragnarok, and Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Right. So we don't know what's going to happen there. Right. So we'll, well we'll do Dead- a whole episode. Well, yeah, Deadpool's not going to fi- factor into that because he's still Fox material. Yeah, that's so. A good point. But uh, but yeah, Black Panther I think is going to figure in highly. Yeah. Um, so because too. there's a lot that Wakanda. needs to be explored. Yeah. Yes. Wakanda has to be explored. They've only mentioned it briefly in America Civil uh, yeah. Captain America Civil War. Well, and we saw it, right? We, we saw, saw part of it. We saw like their their doctor office. Yes. Right. That's Cause about was, it. Because he was fixing right. Winter Soldier's arm Correct. at the end of that. Yeah. Um, okay, so we'll skip Infinity War for now. We'll do a whole episode on that mm-hmm. in, in the future. Um, Deadpool, man. Deadpool really took me by surprise. Really, like the original. Well, because again, um, and 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 I hate to like, like fall into that trap where it's like, oh well, you know, they kind of fucked up X Men and they fucked up no, Wolverine. No, no, no. Like, I, like I almost felt totally the same follow. way for that. Um, but he really, th- the movie surprised me. Yeah, you know, and even my partner was like, wow. I didn't think I was going to like this film, but this is the best movie I've seen so far. So, this was before Guardians came out, by the way. So. Oh, no. I 100% no. I still love Deadpool. Mm-hmm. I still turn it on and oh, HBO he, whenever I have. Yeah, like, he loves it too moments. because he makes a correlation between him and uh, Jim Carrey from The Mask. Yeah, I, I could see that where mm-hmm. he's like a more pulled in... Almost of source. Yep. I wish they would redo Matt. I, that's a weird thing to wish. Yeah. That is another comic book character who I would love to see another redo. Mm-hmm. I You could even redo it with Jim Carrey now. Oh, sure. I would watch another Mask movie where he finds the mask like again 20 sure. years later. Yeah. Oh, my God. That would be <sighs> so good. Could you imagine how good that... Uh, that anyways. would be hysterical. Anyway, I, I really like that Deadpool 2 is finally going to give in to what made Deadpool famous, mm-hmm. and it's his relationship with Cable. That's correct. Cable is another superhero who is simultaneously Cyclops' son, yes. yet older than him. Correct. So, or, yeah. It is. It's a lot more complicated it's than that. It's super but. complicated, but we're not going to get into that. Cable and Deadpool are where Deadpool was really kind of introduced, and then he became his own cult piece. Correct. But um, I like that they've announced, they finally announced who's going to play Cable. 
Yes, I did see that. Josh Brolin. So will be Cable and. Yep. I love I love that Josh Brolin is all over Marvel films and stuff like that. Um, I'm curious how he's playing both Thanos and, and Cable. Cable, right? So that's that would that would be my question too. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the actor's name, but uh, the gentleman who was in the movie Avatar. Yeah. Um, I forget his name. I I know you're talking about the super buff dude yes, with like with the white hair, the white hair, yeah. like the scratches over his face for years, for years. In my mind, I was like, that guy should be Cable. I could see that, and I I even think there was like there was a campaign. I'm I'm pulling up his name right now because yeah. I know exactly your t- Stephen Lang. Yes, yeah, Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang would. I, the only thing that I don't think he could do is pull off the muscles. Really? Like, because he, he, I feel like he's kind of buff, though. I Okay, Avatar came out in 2009. Yeah. Okay, so that was, what, six years ago? Yeah. yeah. And he's an older dude, yeah. born in 52. Yeah. So maybe, I, I hope he was approached for it and turned mm-hmm. it down, because mm-hmm. you're right. Just purely on the face, even, mm-hmm. he'd be a perfect cable. Yeah. I think... Josh Brolin, I, I'm curious why he's double dipping in, in the Marvel Universe, but yeah. at the same time, I'm okay with it. Right. Because I really like Josh Brolin. And sure. this also might be his version of like, I'm playing Thanos, a character who's, you'll never see my face. Right. So it's okay that I play another character who's like, that you can actually see my see face. Me. Right. Yeah. Okay. So. I can I can understand that. I just, uh, my concern is the whole double dipping thing. Totally. Good um, but. but I mean, he's. I. I don't knock his acting. I think he's a great actor. I mean, talk about double dipping. Mm-hmm. Chris um, Evans has been what from uh, Losers. He's been yeah. He was a, he was a comic book from the Losers. Yeah. and then he was he was a, Johnny Storm. Yep. Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. And now Captain he's America. Captain America. He was in Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yeah. So yeah, We're he's been into, all over the place. Yeah. So it can be done. Sure. And as long as there's enough separation between the characters, which right. Cable and Thanos, oh yeah, couldn't get further. Correct. So Correct. Ho- hope that plays in our favor. Right. But yeah, yeah. All right, we'll come back to that. The other thing that I'm super stoked for in Deadpool is that T.J. Miller is back. Yeah. As Weasel. T.J. Miller he, is awesome. Ryan Reynolds is the perfect amount of like hilariousness plus sexy plus like crazy. I T.J. Miller just adds even a another layer oh, sure. of this comic gold. Mm-hmm. Um, he has an HBO special I haven't got to watch yet, but I'm super, super stoked to check in. Mm-hmm. He is a great, great comedian. If you haven't listened to him, TJ Miller, check it out. Um, he plays Ehrlich Bachman yeah. on Silicon Valley. Okay. And unfortunately, I guess he's leaving the show, oh. but he was like 90% of the reason I would tune in is to watch Ehrlich get into some craziness. Right, okay. Um, anywho, the other thing I'm stoked about for Deadpool 2 is that they're bringing in Domino. Okay, yeah. But I could yes. talk about Domino all day too. Oh, and sure. Her superpower of luck, mm-hmm. but we're not going to get into that. That is a really cool, that is a really cool superpower. Though. Oh, sure. It's almost like Black Cats. Yeah. But it's on, on a more deeper level. And she level. can kind of like control it. And yeah. Like, anywho. Um, so that brings us to, oh, shoot, we split, we skipped Black Panther. No, we talked about it. We did talk about Black yeah. Panther? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did talk about Black Man, see? <laughs> My great hosting skills are coming back. Um, Chadwick Boseman, I, I didn't get to say perfect choice. Oh, sure. I think when we saw him in Civil War, I I mean... I felt when I saw him, I was like, that dude is the Black Panther. Yes. Because he commanded such a presence. 
He wasn't without like... Without commanding a presence. Yeah, without absolutely. Without commanding it, he just did. Yeah, yeah. He had terrible. such a presence on screen every time he was there. You were like, all you could do was focus on him. 100%. I am really, really stoked that um, Andy Serkis is coming back mm-hmm. as Claw. Yep. I really want to see how they work that into this episode. Oh, to, yeah. To this movie. I almost said episode. Um, but, yeah. All right. Black Panther. That brings us to Justice League. <sighs> We've talked a little bit about it. Um, just give me your really quick... If you were directing, what would you focus on? And what do you hope that they don't mess up? Now, those are two things that you've... What's, <laughs> like... I, for me, and, and I'll, I'll give you time to think while okay. I talk. If I was directing... My biggest thing would be to focus on making Batman seem like he was powerful enough to stand toe-to-toe with Wonder Woman, Cyborg, Flash, and, and Aquaman. Because right now, I'm not seeing it. Right. I, I'm not seeing that Batman has the ability to stand toe-to-toe with these characters. However, we did just... Uh, it was just announced that the Batman, the movie that's coming out, directed by and acted by Ben Affleck, is going to focus on his detective skills. Mm-hmm. So, if you give him like a super detective movie, like he should have had in the first place, then then he has a skill that can go toe to toe with the muscle yep. and the speed of the other characters. Yep. What I hope that they don't mess up is Flash. Yep. I know we already talked about that. that's my favorite character. <clears throat> I've seen some pieces on how they're going to do that character i'm a little bummed but i also know that they're teasers so i have a lot to look forward to because i love the flash but if they ruin that character (laughs) that's man you're done that's i will be done with well (laughs) no as much as there could be a crappy movie have you ever sworn off no you can't. No, not not fully. Even after Bat Nipples, I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to no, see another Batman. But then the next one came out, and I was like, okay, fine. Right. <laughs> so my feeling is that I think what the what I think they should focus on is Batman, um, like getting these people yep. right and just kind of letting them know this is what's going to be happening hey. to our planet. Yeah. I need your help to protect it, which I think is going to happen in the film. However, I think the way it's the way they're going about it, it's like, you know, Batman, in the comics, Batman is a total loner. Yeah. And so it'd be interesting to see, like, how they're going to make, how they're going to turn that around yeah. from being this loner superhero to now suddenly, I want to be friends with everybody. I want to be friends with everybody and I want to be the leader. Right. Now, and... what would be interesting is if they were to start the. And I don't know if you're familiar with the storyline, but the Tower of Babel. Um, no, I don't know if I've done that one. I think you kind of alluded to it earlier where Batman kind of secretly follows and yes. records yeah. okay. the powers uh, of every single member of the Justice League. I have read that one. Knowing how to take them down yep. if ever something happens. Something were to happen. Mm-hmm. I, I do think we'll we'll see that. And I think we'll have a moment where maybe even that gets revealed mm-hmm. that Batman knows how to take them all down. Mm-hmm. And that like splits them apart, but then they have to get back together again because mm-hmm. yeah. they have to. And and I know I said that I think Superman's the bad guy. I do know that Superman is also dead currently. Yes. In the DC universe. Ish. Um. Ish. Yeah. Superman never dies. Um. I. I have a funny feeling that he's going to come back in a way that's going to cause problems. Yeah. Maybe he's not the bad guy, mm-hmm. but something's going to happen. And I really, really wish they would have just done the death of Superman movie, yeah. mm-hmm. where they would have had like Steel. Superboy, Cyborg. Like I wish they would have done that, that Superman, yeah. but 
maybe next time. Yeah, I think I think eventually they may get to that storyline, but right now I think it would be most people would probably even find it blasphemous to even do something like that. Yeah, I mean, I want to see him come back in the black suit with like electric powers. Remember when he? Yep. Had, yeah, isn't that ridiculous? Superman was... blue, Superman red. Yep. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh man. When he he had like a at one point Superman was in like a black suit with like a blue bolt down it and had like long black yep. mullet. Yep, he was in that what they call it the uh, it was like a Kryptonian ceremonial suit of some Something. kind. Yeah, and he had like a freaking um, what do you call that a mullet? He had a mullet. Yeah, a big black mullet. Yeah, it was a big black it was mullet. Insane. And it was like, why are we in the eighties? Yeah, no, it was probably written in the eighties. Um, so that brings us to the two that are coming up mm-hmm. close: um, Thor Ragnarok. Yep. Who, I mean, we get to see everyone so far. We we've seen that Loki's going to be in it. Yep. Hulk is going to be in it. Um, we're hoping that Doctor Strange is going to be in it. Mm-hmm. We get the Game Master yep. played by Jeff Goldblum is yep. going to be in it. Man, it's going to be great. Yep, Hella played by yeah. um, uh, what's her name? Not uh, Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett, yeah. who is amazing actress. Yeah. Um, I definitely think that it's going to be a great film. I think so too. Um, they're going to definitely introduce a lot more people than what we're expecting. I think so too. I think there's going to be a, a lot that we aren't because we've seen so much in the trailers. Yes. And I also know that Marvel likes to give what they think. I should take that back. Marvel can build trailers in a way that, like, the audience thinks that they're getting a lot. Yep. But Marvel still delivers tenfold. Sure. When you go see a film. Mm-hmm. So I think um, I'm going to butcher this name, but the director is um, Taika Taika Watiti. Okay. He's from New Zealand. He's mm-hmm. he's a Kiwi. He also did. Um, did you ever see the movie uh, What We Do in the Shadows? No, I don't think so. Oh, man, did you, did you ever watch Flight of Concords? Yes. So those guys are in a vampire movie. Okay. It's called What We Do in the Shadows. And it's on Netflix, and it is hilarious. Oh my god, I definitely have to watch that because I love Flight of the Concords. Then you will love What We Do in the Shadows. Okay. Same style of humor. Just imagine those two guys are vampires. Nice. Okay, yeah. I can dig that. Yeah. So I'm really excited to see his, I, I don't think it's going to be a humorous take, but I think that he won't, he'll, he'll do a really good job of letting every joke land. Oh, sure. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, from what we saw from the trailer, there'll definitely be that. But also, and this is pure speculation at sure. this point, but the vibe tells me otherwise, um, that the Guardians are going to be in the film too. Mm-hmm. And so... I feel it. I don't know how, I don't know where they're going to come in, but it looks like it. Well... This has something to do with Infinity War. So oh. there is an Infinity Stone in that film. And I think... I think Which one? <laughs> I don't want to tell, really? tell you. Spoiler alert. I don't want to tell you. Spoiler Look, wait, Like, wait, nobody wait, knows. Wait, this is on, pure on. speculation. But All right, tell you, me. Will be, you will be surprised as to not what, but who is the final Infinity Stone. Oh, man. All right, tell me after the podcast. Tell okay. me after we wrap. Okay. Um, the last one for us to chat really quick. Spider-Man Homecoming. I mean... I've already heard from a couple of people that have seen, like, advanced screenings of sure. the film. That it's... And, and this is just people. They're like, this is the best Spider-Man film that they've seen. I don't doubt that whatsoever. And... Everything I've seen points to that. Yeah. I will absolutely love Tobey Maguire for, for forever for oh, yeah. introducing us. Mm-hmm. To a good Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, I I will forever enjoy that. Mm-hmm. However, 
a good Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Not the best. Right. Not the greatest. Mm-hmm. Not the most realistic, even. Right. He is a good Spider-Man. Yes. And he paved the way for Andrew Garfield mm-hmm. and now Tom Holland. Yep. And I really, really, really think that this is going to be... Um, I, I, I agree with the speculation. I think this will probably be the best. Mm-hmm. I think we've now had six films... No, five films where people can kind of really figure out what age Spider-Man should be, right. if nothing else. <laughs> and Homecoming, High School, I mean, come on, guys. Right. That's We should have had that in like the first go-around. Oh, absolutely. But at absolutely. the same time, I, I'm, I'm fine that it's taken this long mm-hmm. to finally get mm-hmm. this. And when, from what I was told, there is part of an origin story in the movie, but it doesn't focus all that much on it. It really focuses on like what's happening to him now. Okay, because that's when I'm the most... Like, we all get that he was bitten by a spider. Right, exactly. And that he is something, you know. Right. We he, don't need to see it yet again. No. Like, we know what happened. Now we just want to see, like... What, what he does with it. Right. We want to know... We want to see Spider-Man as how I grew up reading Spider-Man. What got me liking the character was that he's this young dude. Um, he's got a bunch of problems. Yeah. But he also has to be a superhero that has a bunch of problems. And I love, too, that we're getting quite a bit of Stark. Yep. And I hope that everything of Stark that we see isn't what we've seen in the trailers. I hope we get some more. And I know we will get some more. But yeah. um, I, I'd really like to see his relationship with the rest of the Avengers. Oh, sure. And even if they uh, the, the other ones make like a cameo appearance, I, I still think it'd be worth it. Yeah, To absolutely. cement, like... He does have the ability to be in this pantheon of mm-hmm. incredible heroes. Yeah. So, all right. So that's really we've crossed everything off your list. We've talked about a whole lot today. The last one that I want to talk about is a comic book movie that I think hasn't gotten enough attention, which is ridiculous because it's been advertising a shit ton. Tell me what you think, and tell me your thoughts on Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Oh God! I know. Um, Big pull. It's super, you know, ridiculous. I'm asking about it, but it's a comic book movie. Yeah, it's based on Voyager, City of a Thousand Planets. It, right. I mean, the comic book movie, mm-hmm. and I am so ridiculously stoked for this movie. It looks really good. I think this is going to be one of those. Do you remember, like, the first time you saw The Matrix? Yes. And you're just like that changed everything. Oh yeah. Like, just, I felt like a completely different person after that. Movie. I think this is going to be another film where, like, at the end of it, mm-hmm. I I don't know how, or even if it will. Yeah. And I could be to put too much weight on this film. I, I might even be putting too much weight. But, like, uh-huh. I feel like this is going to be one where, like, I walk away and I'm just like, if I was a filmmaker, I would be changed. Sure. Just, sure. I love Luc Besson. Mm-hmm. I think he's a great yeah, director. Luc Besson is amazing. Dude. Like, I mean. Professional. Oh, come God, on. We're just sitting here stoked making weird noises thinking about his food. No, I mean, but like, I don't know how this comes out of his brain. And, and technically this one didn't because it was a comic book. But mm. but still. Um, but just Lucy. having him like be involved with it and just his interpretation or vision of it. I think that's refreshing. That especially, refreshing. <laughs> especially knowing that Lucy is his version of like a small budget flick. Yes. And how well they did mm-hmm. with... A quick, yeah. Yeah, and I really enjoyed Lucy, too. It was great. It, I thought it was fantastic. I was like, this is like the best non-superhero comic book movie that's out there at that time. And it's ridiculous that we're talking about Luke Besson without talking about the fifth element, but like, yeah. 
You cannot beat that movie. Of course. Come on. No, you can't. Anywho, I'm super stoked for that. Maybe we'll go see it together and we'll do another episode on what we thought about afterwards. Cool. It really changed us if we're disappointed Sally's. But yeah. <laughs> I, I, I really, really think that it's going to be another... I, it's doing for the indie comic books what I think indie comic books mm-hmm. did, where it's like they slowly came out and they have these you know, like incredible stories oh, that sure. don't take place in these universes that we know. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I guess that's why I'm so excited. Yeah. Is... We've for so long been steeped in like the DC universe and the Marvel universe, and even like now, what, what's the like Warner Brothers like Dark Universe? Yep. With the Mummy. Yep. Like I, I, I'll talk about that in a second. But I'm stoked that we get a whole new universe. Sure. Like even Star Wars, mm-hmm. I'm familiar with that universe in and out. I know every corner of it based on what we've seen. I want to see a whole new universe. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm mostly stoked for. Right. I agree. I can a agree totally reimagining of what it can be. Oh, sure. Uh, but yeah. What was I just... What, what was the one that I wanted to come back to that I, I just mentioned? Uh, oh, the Dark Universe. The Dark Universe. Did yeah. you see The Mummy? I have not. Okay. It, that's fine. If I can ruin it for... Do you, do you want to see it or do you want to... Oh. Yeah. Okay. Can I give you a spoiler alert? Again, spoiler alert. So, um, Tom Cruise interacts with the mummy in a way where he potentially becomes the next mummy. Okay. In a weird way. You'll have to see it to get like the various. But we're introduced to uh, Mr. Jekyll, Dr. Jekyll. Okay. Via Russell Crowe. Interesting. So he plays Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And the Dark Universe is another universe I'm interested in because they're doing the mummy. They're doing the Bride of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. They're doing Wolfman, Invisible Man. Um, they're doing all of like the classic monsters right. that you know and, and, and love. Oh, and there's so many of them too. There's so many. So, and what makes me so excited is there is going to be more, or there's going to be some incredible actors in it. Um, Johnny Depp is the Invisible Man. That'll be good. Um, uh, I'm blanking on the other one. Shoot. Anywho. Well, you guys have been listening to us talk for about an hour and 30 minutes, and I really, really appreciate it. Uh, I've had an awesome guest. Louie, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me, Josh. This was awesome. Yeah, dude. I, we, so we will do another episode where we'll talk more about Infinity War. We'll talk more about comics. We'll have a couple more guests on. We'll see how that goes. But uh, in the meantime, thank you so much for tootling, tootling in <laughs> to noodling with Josh. I'll talk to you guys soon. Carousel.